Welcome back to Courageous Conversations with uh, Lady Shauna and Dr. Kim with WILE, Women Investing in Leadership Development, along with Osaka. Our Courageous Conversations on mental and emotional wellness in Black communities continues, and we have an exciting guest with us today. I'm excited. Um, I'm going to flip it over to um, our co-host today, uh, Lady Shauna, and let her introduce him for the day. But we are excited about what's ahead. Thank you, Dr. Kim. It's so exciting to have my one and only <laughs> famous um, yoga instructor, um, Brother Christopher, join us today, Brother Christopher Sims. And we are excited about this conversation because he's going to share with us how we can use yoga, um, talk about his practice, how he helps women across the country really um, build on their practice, strengthen their practice so they can be mentally um, sound and healthy. And we just wanna have a nice conversation. So to tell you a little bit about him, um, I had the pleasure of meeting him in Martha's Vineyard. My family and I go every year and I would see, um, I would be driving down um, by the beach and I would see these groups of women and men taking yoga every morning at 8 a.m. And one day I decided to participate. <laughs> and from there, um, reached out to him during COVID because I wanted to take yoga and I participated in a few classes and I didn't like the instructors that I was um, engaged with. And I reached out to him, cold, I cold called him essentially and said, look, I would love to take one of your classes. And we have been together ever since I believe March or April of last year. He resides in um, Glen, Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. He's a native Washingtonian, but he grew up in um, Louisa, Virginia. And we're just glad to have you here. And thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lana, uh, Lady Shauna, for the invite. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So we're going to start, our, our, our start off our conversation. Basically, can you tell us how you got involved with yoga? That's really interesting. I, I really enjoy telling the story um, because I was taking Tai Chi at the time, which is another story that I enjoy telling. But in this particular case, I was um, there was a particular move in raising the leg and making a, a, a turn, and my hamstring would never allow me to get the leg as high as I wanted. So of course I wanted to uh, address it uh, in the exercise form. So flexibility and stretching yoga. So I went um, to a yoga class at uh, the local YMCA. And there I um, went there with the intention of getting my hamstring stretched. And the rest is history. Um, there was an experience um, in the practice called the Shavasana, which you're familiar with at the very end. And in laying there, I experienced a part of my body, my being that I had never tapped into before. And I never left. It was something that um, spoke to me, and it continues to speak to me. And regrettably, I say my hamstring still bothers me. <laughs> but I, I am very much involved. Um, yoga just um, took me in. 
Wow. That's exciting. Um, I know exactly what that feeling is like at the end. And, you know, to take one of your classes is such a joy. And as I think about the movements that you do, um, talk to us a little bit about what, how breath and movement work together and what is involved in yoga. Dr. Kim, the breath of yoga has really become um, very important to me. Most people, when they think about yoga, especially here in the West, um, it is about getting that foot behind the head, you know, or standing on handstands or something very uncommon, I should say, not unnatural, but uh, I, I wanting to be more flexible, back bends and all of these different type of things. But for me, because of what I had discovered early on, it was taking me in a direction of meditation. And so I'll come back now to your question. The breath is central. It's key to um, the, the, the actual movements. I like to say body and breath dancing together. Um, there are in the Yoga Sutras written by the, uh, the, the legendary, uh, the myth even of Patanjali, where there are eight limbs of yoga. And number three is the asana or the poses. And number four is pranayama or the breath. So once we understand those two and how they work together, um, it helps to explain what the definition of yoga is. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says that the definition of yoga is um, yoking the mind and the body together. And in doing that, an observance of the breath is what kind of helps that coming together. Wow. So when you, when you decided, when you had that moment, um, what led you to, to instruct? It was not something I sought to do. It was, um, and, and I was asked, would I pursue um, a teaching instruction? And I said, do you know who I am? I didn't, I mean, not verbose. I was like, this is not who I am. I'm not trying to do that. This is for what I'm doing. This is what you should blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. the, the, the fact is many do not take in yoga, especially from the South and with a Christian background. Mm -hmm. So that opens up a whole nother world if it ain't, you know, what you believe, then it's something taboo or something you keep away. So I did not pursue it. I began studying it. And then I found my way to um, the study of it took me to a place where ultimately I um, became certified um, with beyond 200 hours, uh, 500 hours uh, in the certification field. So it was something that was, it was a pursuit, not just to teach or not to teach, but kind of 
my own personal journey, my own spiritual journey, my own search for why am I here? How am I here? When am I here? Where even am I here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems as if uh, you didn't find it, but it found you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it, it found you. So how did Inkwell Yoga, how was that birthed? Um, Inkwell Yoga is, um, I I am, as Shauna had said there, um, she would drive by and see me on, me and people on the um, Inkwell or Pay Beach. There there is Inkwell Beach and then there is a, a row of rocks and then there's another beach. Um, Inkwell is worth investigating the name and the meaning itself on Martha's Vineyard. I won't take this time to do it, but I connect it to it and its historical meaning and significance. The year before COVID was uh, the most expansive, if we talk numbers on any given day, um, you could have 50 or 60, 70, 80. And of course, there are what's called the polar bears. Mm-hmm. And they are in the water at 730 in the morning, um, doing their thing, just swimming in a circle and talking and chanting. And it's beautiful. They've mm-hmm. been doing that for a number of years themselves. So I come in on eight o'clock. And we just kind of wink, wink, nod, nod at each other in terms of numbers. And some of the people there would start with them at 7.30 and then they would, um, by eight o'clock, they would come out of the water and up to the yoga. And two years ago, our numbers reached 185 people on the beach. It was literally an amazing day. It just built from 162, 165 to 185 people. And so, it just is. It happened organically from mm-hmm. the first four at eight o'clock. The only thing you can be sure of is if it's not raining at eight, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. If it's raining on the inkwell at eight, I won't be there. But I'm just there. There's no advertising. There's an inkwell yoga website, but there's nothing but pictures of inkwell yoga on the beach um so there's no advertisements nothing people just show lady shauna they show up yeah and we just do it the way we do it and move on so it's it's really a beautiful sight to see and one of the things that um that hit me this last summer when i came there was a lady who um, came up to you afterwards because um, everybody wants to talk to him. Like he's a, he's a celebrity. And um, <laughs> she was from some other part of the world. Like, and it was so beautiful just to see how you've been able to bring people from different walks of life, um, from different parts of the world together for, it's like a ministry that you have. Um, And I really do see it as a ministry because I even know for me, this past year has been such a rough year. 
And the one thing that I look forward to is our yoga class every Wednesday. I don't miss it. I don't care if it's two of us or one of us. I'm like, we're going to be, I'm going to be there because it gives me a sense of peace and restoration. And so, and that's a gift, not only in the way that you teach, but just your spirit, period. And so I would love for you to share just a little bit about um, how yoga can be used as a way to um, be restorative, as, as a tool to restore your sense of joy, to restore your peace, to get back in alignment with, um, with God and who you are, um, even if it's just for that one hour and 30 minutes, um, but, and how you talk about building your practice. That's a great question. And the answer is, I don't know. Um, I, I wish I knew if I did, I would bottle it and change the world by sunrise. Um, it, I, I can't make anything up. I can only say, um, there, there are so many proverbs about things. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Um, uh, Lo, I stand at the door and knock. Um, that knocking is just not impromptu. It's there. Uh, th th when you hear my voice, the day that you hear my voice, and, and it's always there, never far, even with um, Dr. Kim, the breath, to return the breath, where he breathed into our nostrils the breath of life, the nefesh, and we became a living soul. And each breath is presence. Um, 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 the presence of the Lord <laughs> is, is nearer than hand and feet, nearer, closer than the next breath so it's it's never far so that peace we have to make up our minds if we are willing or really ready for it and if so what does peace look like um change is the only thing that's permanent are we seeking to um, have this change so that we can remain? Or are we really looking for the change that will take us forward? I like to ask the question to those I have a longer maybe conversation with, and that's this. If God were better to you, would you be any better? If the prayer you prayed today was answered in full, what would be the impact of the world around you? And so what we seek, the Buddha would say, is that which seeketh. <laughs> it's never far. No, so, and I, so I don't, I'm not sure. So the practice, this is, for me, the commitment to the direction in which I've set out. Mm -hmm. And I say to persons, um, when, when I teach, as it relates to practice, I hope to be more thorough with you, answering your question, 
in the beginning, I talk about whatever it is I talk about and um, in the beginner classes. Um, but when it comes to the practice itself, there's what's called the 12-step sun salutation or Surya Namaskar in Sanskrit. It is thought that um, each person, each of us through our day-to-day -day lives use about anywhere from 37 to 42% of the muscles in our body just in day-to-day -day living going about our way. When we get to the 12 steps of the sun salutation, it is suggested that that practice can access up to 92 to 94% of the muscles in the body. And so that is the reason I like to use it, especially when I'm teaching beginners or persons just getting started with yoga, because that sun salutation is something to start with in life of having a yoga practice and even toward the end when many of the more difficult asanas or poses have left our ability, the sun salutation will always be there, uh, saluting the sun. And some people get into trouble with, uh, you know, uh, to the gods or different gods or polytheistic understanding about it. Now, you know, sun gets up, you get up and you do a practice. And I would say to them that this approach, one day a week, that's it. Commit to one day a week for six weeks. That's it. That, that's it. Just one day a week for six weeks. Whatever it is you're trying to change didn't happen overnight. It took a period of time. So there's no need in thinking that you're going to change everything at one time. But if this is the direction you want to go with in really bringing together the mind, the body, and the spirit, if you perceive yourself in a trichotomic way, um, those giving yourself that one day, 15 minutes in the morning, get up 20 minutes earlier than you would normally get to get up. I like to suggest Tuesday. Why Tuesday? Because it isn't the dread of Monday. It isn't the hump day of Wednesday. It isn't pre-Friday with Thursday or thank God it's Friday, Friday. Tuesday for me <laughs> in my teaching, I like to say Tuesday is, is the hidden treasure of the week. It's pregnant with possibilities. You are there. And so you can still um, get up 15 minutes early and do it for six weeks. Yeah. At, at, at 20 minutes early, do the 12 steps on salutation, the stretch. I, I say of that 12 steps on salutation, I, I'm quoting the others, of course. All I do is quote others. <laughs> um, they say um, we use anywhere between 37 and 42% of the muscles in our body just in regular being, getting up, going to work, whatever, unless you're tearing down houses, digging ditches, or hauling lumber, or hauling anything. That's normally the regular, 37 to 42% of the muscles in the body. The 12-step sun salutation is said 
to be able to reach or access up to 94% of the muscles in your body. Mm. That's just understanding how to move and breathing there. Some of the difficult postures, poses, asanas, I, I, let me put a pin in that. I teach what's called Hatha yoga. And Hatha yoga, I like to say, it is that people say, you hold the poses too long. And, and, <laughs> I do think and that it, sometimes. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and here, is what, here is what I would like to suggest why I'm doing that. I says, we get into the asana and then allow the asana to get into us. Yeah, mm. that's good. That, that's, that's the way I teach the pose. And further, getting into it is a process. Mm -hmm. Never just jumping over the edge. Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to, here it is, Dr. Kim, breathe while there. Mm -hmm. yeah. You see, you deepen it with each breath. Yeah. And I'm always saying that we are as old today as we've ever been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're never going to be this young again. Mm -hmm. yeah. All at the same time. So understanding where we are. And I also like to teach the beginners that my objective is to increase the size of your mat. Yes. No, not buying a 10 by 5 mat, but mm -hmm. that your practice goes with you. Mm -hmm. You see, learning how to breathe in difficult situations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being present in your mind, in your body, where you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that becomes the full objective for me yeah. in, 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 in teaching the practice and for me in my practice, learning to be present. Yeah, I love it when you are, are teaching and you ask us to be present to the moment. I think that um, even COVID aside, in order to anchor our minds to the present time, especially as women who are busy, who have a lot going on, thinking about what I've done so far, what has to happen next. But when you bring us to this present moment and our practice, and this is our time, there is like this release that happens. Mm -hmm. And when you talked earlier about mind, body, and soul, that the ability to um, allow yoga to be a part of our mental wellness. And I love the challenge for six weeks because when we begin to create these routines, it makes it so that it becomes part of um, not just our practice, but part of our life, um, our rule of life, the things that we're committed to doing. Um, and when we're in those moves and you're asking us to be present and um, to really press into the mat and to feel ourselves, the earth beneath us, uh, and to just really breathe, it really allows you to have kind of this release. It's like you're releasing all the negative thoughts, all the insecurities. And for me, um, 
as I listen to you and you're making us present to this moment, um, I'm able to, I, I think of it when you talk about the 12 steps um, at the sun salutation, I think of it as presenting my body as a living sacrifice to God. Mm. And it's mm. just that connection that is there. And it is the most um, relaxing and filling experience to be mm. in that in that time. So, you know, research and, and Brother Chris, you may, Christopher, you may um, know, but uh, how does it relate to some of our physical being? Because even though we're, when we talk about mind, body, and soul, as we're in that moment of experiencing yoga, um, there has to be the ability to, to practice that, to release the anxiety, the stress, to help us sleep better at night. I know that after our session on Wednesday, <laughs> I, I struggle with sleep, but not after those sessions. I'm able to really sleep. Depression, all of those things that are, are related. Um, what are some of the connections there between our physical um, and our mental through yoga? I am not a psychologist nor a psychiatrist and I always suggest and recommend first and foremost that those whose um, who is that be um, spoken to before they come toward that which I do see your doctor see um, understand who you are as you come to where I am, I will never say I can fix this. Right. I can mm -hmm. be with you in it. And perhaps what we do may help you. Um, it's about, for me, being present. Um, One of the things that I've discovered as time goes on is a greater awareness of my body. Mm. Um, um, a, a greater appreciation for my body. Um, I, I don't get it all right. Please, let's let, no, not, not even, no. I'm, I'm, I'm still along the way. Um, and my mind, I'm still along the way. We're all along the way. I think we miss that. We, we respond often to too deeply to our nurture than we do to our nature. Mm. Our bodies will take what we give it, but if we listen to it, it'll tell us what we need. But our nurturing makes suggestions as to what looks good, what looks better. And in going there, um, perhaps we get into a place where we would hope we can get out of quicker than we got into it. So that, it's all a journey. 
There are no quick fixes. Mm -hmm. Moves can happen. Moving the hand of God is still there. But we, 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 let me say this. Let me. Where do you spend most of your time? Where you were or where you think you're going? You see, you see my point? You see my mm. point? How much time do we spend where we are? Right. We are, neither of us, the three of us, are promised to exit the rooms we're in. God forbid, I, we, let's, let's be able to do that. But, but that's a beginning place. An awareness, self-appreciation, self-love for who we are over against what we've been nurtured to carry ourselves as. Mm -hmm. These are these 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 times we're in. Um, I'm I'm thrilled by them. I'm thrilled by the women of the 21st century. I've, I've, I've been saying that for a minute. I'm thrilled by um, what's before humanity because of where women are coming to. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see, mm -hmm. we, 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 we are the children of um, global patriarchy, but matriarchy um, is, is, is nigh. Mm -hmm. ah! <laughs> nigh. What it'll be, you know, what it'll, it, that, it doesn't matter. It, it, it is going to be what it's going to be. Who we are as human beings is in the fall. We are still becoming. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I just think it is ours to become from where we are <laughs> over against to continue to become out of what is no more and that which has not arrived yet. Mm -hmm. Come out of your presence mm -hmm. every day, in every position, in every pose. Tap into who you are. Keep searching that uniqueness. There are none other like you. None, zero, seven billion. None like you. Wow. Only one. Only one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. That was amazing. You know, um, as I was just sitting here listening to you and then I'm just thinking about our classes and what it is that, you know, I've learned about myself and the growth that I've obtained in being present because that's been so hard for me to be 
present in the moment, not thinking about anything else, but my body, my, um, my growth, my practice. And I just remember one Monday, the tears just started flowing mm -hmm. because I finally, I felt a joy where I wasn't caring so much. Like, um, and it's funny because when I walk out of that class, my husband is like, oh, you just had yoga because I'm literally bouncing up the steps. Like I, I feel such a sense of newness and restoration. And, um, you know, I try to encourage others because, you know, it's a physical activity and it does, it helps you. I've, I've never thought about Brother Christopher, you know, massaging my organs. Like it's nothing that I ever even thought about doing or that I could do. But when we're, when we're in our practice and we're in our class, when you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can do that. <laughs> like, you know, and, and it's a good thing. Um, yeah. so I've just yeah. learned so much, yeah. just not only mentally, in it, yeah. but just physically about my body. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. my, um, how I, you know, can help my body and my strength and, and to be healthier in that yeah. regard and things yeah. that I can do to, to be um, in better, better physical shape. Cause you know, I'm not a jogger. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go and, you know, go to the gym. That's not who I am. But yoga I find is something that I can do that, that I enjoy doing. And I am moving forward in my physical, um, my physical growth and wellness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 And there's so many, I think, spiritual implications for me in the, in the midst. I remember the last class when you, you were looking at me and my balance was just a little shaky and you was like, okay, you got to focus, find that point, find that focus, keep your, and that will help you. And that's really a life lesson, not just a, a lesson about you know, right. my physical balance, but being able to keep my balance. And then there's something else that you say that I absolutely love that you have to unpack for us a little bit. When you say honor your ouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, th that's a big thing. It's, 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 it's huge. It's an idea. We, we all have um, things just just being right-handed or left-handed will create um, a difference because of usage and in some ways um, one part of our body is addressed differently as a result of being right-handed or left-handed you'll comb the right side of your head or left side of your head more because you're right-handed or left-handed. I don't know if that works with teeth either. I need to think about that. What do I, where do I know most people with the right um, But um, we have issues in our body. One leg is stronger or longer than the other. One foot is bigger or smaller than the other. One flares out easier than the other. 
and and there are just things about our anatomy naturally which causes us to accord ourselves in a way that for the good of our lives even way back if you showed weakness you became dinner if you showed strength you had dinner you, you, you see what I mean if you limped uh, I don't I, I I say this all the time I don't I, I can't believe that more of us don't limp and it is it is it is not because both of our legs are properly the same strength but it is so that we don't seem you know impaired okay now with that in mind one part of you is going to be stronger for, for supporting the other hip replacement knee replacements over time is that in part the suggestion or you hurt yourself years ago like i discovered 10 years ago that i broke my foot when i was a kid but didn't know it but now the calcification of that break shows mm. and the doctor says you broke your foot i'm like no nah, i never broke my foot oh yes you did the point is that we have injuries that we've covered up. Mm. We have difficulties yeah. that we are not addressing. Yes. And we act as though it's not there. Mm -hmm. And when I'm suggesting to honor it, to praise it, no, it's you. And don't act like it's not you. Honor it. It happened under your watch. <laughs> it didn't ha you didn't wake up one morning and somebody had taken your body, you know, had a good time with it and then brought it back to you and gave it to you and said, now you, you, no, no. What happens to us happens with us. Right. And so our ouches should not be dismissed or made small or even made larger than they actually are. Mm -hmm. They should be recognized as an ouch. We should not go over the edge on the right side uh, just because we can go so far on the left side. We have to recognize our limitations. Mm -hmm. Honor our limitations mm -hmm. from one side of the body to the other. And the ouch can happen and turn up at any time. Mm -hmm. And just honor it. Yoga practice is always, I tell people, I've had people to come to my class. I've had students to come to my class with a boot can't do anything. I says, you can still come to class. You come to class and observe your breath. Mm. Build a seat and be present for 75 minutes. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the, 
the the approach to what that means when I you hear me say it. So, what advice would you give to um, as we close out? We want we don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, what advice would you give to those who are um, new to yoga, considering it? Um, I know you said you know try to do once a week, um, but is there anything that you would want to? to leave with the, the audience or with our listeners um, as they consider maybe moving toward having a practice? Yes, thank you for that. Um, if you're going to take yoga, find a beginner's class. I stayed in a beginner's class until the teacher put me out. It's like, I, it's like, um, no, she's like, nah, yes, go, get out, get out. It's like, but no, I can't do the other. She's like, just get out. You need to, you can do the other. But you should go to a beginner's class and you have to like the teacher and mm -hmm. you want, you, hopefully the teacher will like you and develop a relationship with your teacher and commit to just that one day a week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just that practice, that's it. Go there, just the one day a week. Get your body familiar with it. Most of us don't stay with it because we try to do two, three days a week. I can do six days a week. I can, I can. no. One day a week, mm -hmm. that's it, just, just, one day a week, find a teacher and commit to one day a week and just, just, just commit to it. Listen to the teacher, what the teacher's talking about and let the teacher tell you. It may not be something you want to do. You may think it sounds good, it's, you know, but I, I love it. It works for me. It, I don't do yoga for the poses themselves. They satisfy. I do it for what it gives me toward meditation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. yeah. But find a teacher. And if someone is interested in taking a course from you, how would um, our listeners find you? Um inkwellyoga at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> inkwellyoga at gmail.com. That's how you would find me, inkwellyoga.com. Um, there's a little teeny tiny, I don't know how to make it any large. It's a tiny little link for the mail there and you can find me there. Good. Okay. I'm listening to you talk about the fact that you do private lessons as well. So I'm hoping that listeners will, will take advantage of that as well. Okay. Brother Christopher, it has been such a joy having you and to be able to talk with you a little bit. And um, as we have this courageous conversation about 
Um, mental wellness. I, I think about the connection when you said honor your ouch, that we can't ignore those things. And of course, our mental health is important. It's not something that we can ignore, that we have to be present and to acknowledge those things and don't pretend like they don't exist. So um, making yoga a part of our lives, uh, I think is part of, for me, um, the opportunity to um, release some of the negativity, to be present to the moment, to create a practice where I'm able to, for me, the breathing is meditation and to just be in that moment. So we just are so grateful that you've given us your time today for this courageous conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for joining pleasure. us. We look forward to being in class. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you.